Welcome to Explore Expert Conversations, presented by Anywhere Real Estate, bringing our global network to your front door. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Explore Expert Conversations, brought to you by Anywhere Real Estate. Our show features discussions with leaders across the Anywhere Real Estate brands and the industry at large, with high-level advice for brokers, agents, and investors worldwide. I'm your host, Matthew Ferrara, philosopher, speaker, and real estate industry expert. Today, I'm proud to present another exciting panel featuring marketing experts from across the industry. Our topic is elevating your brand in an evolving marketplace, and our panelists share best practices and personal experiences on how a well-articulated value proposition helps attract and retain top talent. So let's jump in and listen to this exciting panel, and I'll be back afterwards. Thanks for listening to Explore Expert Conversations, bringing you insights and resources from across the industry to build your brand in an evolving marketplace. I think that this conversation is going to take us into some fascinating insights and some examples that you'll be able to use to improve the strength of your organization and to obviously take some best practices from some people who are doing exactly that and have been doing that in their career. So let me just do a quick introduction of our guests and jump into this fascinating conversation. To start with, let me introduce Jennifer Marchetti. She is the Chief Marketing Officer for Realogy's expansion brands, and that includes Better Homes and Gardens and ERA. She leads the team that is responsible for the brand marketing strategy, direct marketing, online marketing, franchise sales marketing, and communications, that entire portfolio. And under her leadership, the brand brand has developed its unique lifestyle marketing offering, including the Expect Better campaign, the Pinpoint Direct Marketing Tool, and the industry's most engaged social media strategy. Jennifer has had a wonderful career. She was formerly at Wyndham Worldwide as the Vice President of Marketing and Innovation at Wyndham's Family of Brands and also held roles as Director of Marketing for Sendence, Preferred Alliance, and the Senior Director of Strategy at Wyndham Hotel Group. We're really excited to have Jennifer with us here today. Additionally, with us is uh, Tamara Robinson, and she's the Regional Vice President for Coldwell Banker Realty, which serves the greater Los Angeles area. In her role, she partners with world-class talent, grows the offices, and of course, positively impacts the productivity of both uh, the agents and the outcomes for their buyers and sellers. She's a former state delegate for the Board of Realtors and has a broker's license actually in multiple states. She has decades of leadership experience. Uh, She led her former franchise to the number one market share position for more than a decade and has shared ownership in a franchise with more than 200 agents and coached franchisees in more than 17 states. And her career began actually when she bought her first multifamily property while attending the University of Pittsburgh and really kicking off a lifelong commitment to this industry and a special commitment to helping small businesses and women leaders in the industry, as well as an advocate for housing for diverse populations, veterans, and the underemployed. Tamara, thanks for being with us here today as well. Andrew Lynn is a a second-generation broker at uh, ERA Davis & Lynn, a firm that serves Jacksonville for more than 44 years. Prior to joining the team at uh, ERA Davis & Lynn, he actually had uh, joined a large developer in the Jacksonville, Florida area as a project manager for more than two years. Uh, Andrew got his license in 2005, then earned the National Rookie of the Year in his first year of business. He was also one of the 40 under 40 class from the National Association of Realtors in 2008 and currently serves on the Northeast Florida Association of Realtor Builder Committee and is a member of the Young Leaders Network in ERA Real Estate. He holds a Florida brokerage license and community association manager license as well. Andrew, thanks for being with us. Uh, Last but not least, my friend Mark McDonough, who is the president of uh, Better Homes and Gardens Winans in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Uh, His firm has uh, experienced tremendous growth in the last decade, going from 40 agents to almost 200 agents. Mark comes from a career in marketing and advertising. He joined Better Homes and Gardens Winans really to bring a fresh take to the industry by preparing his agents with the latest marketing, training, and technology, really a strategy that has helped make his firm one of the top 
Dallas-Fort Worth area firms. And he's also been featured at industry conferences, speaking on technology, marketing, and industry disruption. So, Mark, thanks for being with us. So all of our distinguished panelists, I know we're going to sort of take multiple different paths into this topic of elevating our brand in a rapidly evolving marketplace. And I'm hoping that we'll get lots of questions as well from our participants. But I'd love to kick this off with Jen Marchetti with an opportunity to really look at the big picture. Because in your role, you know, in stewarding the brand for the expansion brand, basically stewarding two brands, if you will, I think you get to see things that perhaps we don't always get to see it at various levels in this industry. So let me just ask you this. How have you seen the power of those two brands, Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate and ERA Real Estate? You know, How have you seen it not only evolve, but accelerate in recent history? Well, thanks, Matthew. I think it, you know, I have such a unique point of view because I have this privilege of, of working with two brands. And what I love about these two brands is that they're extremely different, extremely purposeful, and extremely deliberate in how they go to market. And I think that is really a nod to the strength of Realogy in general, because as you know, Matthew, we have many brands. And when you look at the brand portfolio, every single one of the Realogy brands, again, has a thoughtful, purposeful swim lane. So uh, when you look at Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate as an example, I've been with the brand for more than 10 years. And this brand really is real estate's lifestyle brand. It has a connection with 43 million rabidly loyal, emotionally invested consumers. And we have the power of the Meredith publishing relationship behind us. We have lifestyle and trends. So we compete very strongly in the arena of real estate, but we uniquely compete in the arena of life, which makes the brand relevant really every single day of someone's life. And what I love about that is that was when the brand launched 12 years ago and even still today, it's a very, very unique value proposition. And then when you look at ERA, a brand that will be celebrating its 50-year anniversary, this is a brand that has helped real estate become the industry it is today. Very technology-focused, all of the right infrastructure, phenomenal brokers. But what I love about ERA, which makes it so different, is when you think about traditional branding, it's a very top-down approach, whether it's retail or auto or travel or, or real estate. And there's nothing wrong with that. But what ERA has done is inverted the whole thing on its head and said, real estate's local. We're going to build this from the ground up. And I haven't heard it said any better Then Diana Wall, who's our amazing sales leader at ERA, she said, ERA is not a what, it's a who. It is the network that brings the brand to life. And so the brand has grown over decades because like-minded, culturally aligned people have built the promise from the inside out locally, nationally, globally. So I have real estate's lifestyle brand, who's in the hearts and minds of tens of millions of consumers every day. 365 days a year. And then I have this amazing brand that is about the people, the culture, the impact from growing it from the inside out with such heart. And having two brands, you know, keeps you honest in that value prop. You know, Jennifer, I think one of the things that you said that really resonated with me is how both of the brands have a unique voice. They occupy a special message for a special group. Each group is target audience, if you will. And that really brings that strength to each brand. It enables them actually both to grow successfully while maintaining some distinctiveness and what we would now call brand power, if you will. Exactly. So speaking of distinctive voice, and also as Jennifer mentioned, in the case of ERA, a 50-year-old brand, I want to go to Tamara next. Let's talk about a brand that's been around for more than 100 years, right? And not only has a national presence and an international presence, like many of the brands at Realogy do, but has a super strong local presence in the greater Los Angeles area. Tamara, talk to us a little bit about how that brand has been effectively growing, competing in an industry that, I don't know, seems to bring in new real estate players every day when you think about it. And some last and some don't. 
but certainly not many have achieved the 100 plus years of Coldwell Banker. Yeah, absolutely, Matthew. Thank you so much. It's great to be here today. And, you know, the uniqueness of branding and being one of the storied and iconic companies in the real estate industry gives us a a great position to be able to attract agents on all levels. You know, when you think about the fact that we're often replicated and never duplicated. You know, our brand instills such confidence and consistency, um, and it brings and attracts agents and clientele of all levels, mostly because of the fact that we do things, I think, in many areas better than anyone else in the industry. You know, we talk about technology and being innovators in that space, uniqueness in terms of marketing and product offerings and other solutions that really help to simplify and integrate solutions for our agents. We've been doing it for a really long time and doing it very successfully and well for a very long time. You know, there's not very many industries or companies that can say that they boast over a hundred years of longevity. And we do that for a reason. You know, when I was thinking about the question of what attracts people to us, you know, we think about our core four areas that we focus on as a company, and we do these things better than anyone in the industry. And that's really helping agents to increase their production and their production power in unique ways and great solutions. We really instill confidence, not just in the clients, but in our agents. We help them to grow their businesses, develop teams, build their wealth, and really celebrate them in a fresh and fun way. And You know, one of the things that attracted me to the company and keeps me here is the fact that we're always innovating things to really improve the industry. You know, we want this to be an inside out job, though. We do it internally and we're always and constantly improving our business practices. And it results in more money for our agents, better lifestyles and helping them to live their most exceptional life. And it really powers everything that we do at every level. You know, Tamara, it strikes me that, you know, a couple of the things that you said there are worth writing down and I'm taking notes as we're going here often uh, replicated but rarely duplicated right I think that's important to think of when it comes to how we build a brand in an evolving marketplace and also as you point out the very important connection between the sort of innovation that is necessary to grow a brand and the fact that that attracts clients it attracts public attention public awareness and of course it attracts top talent at the same time so it's pretty clear as to you know those are really two strong engines as to uh, how Coldwell Banker has continued to accelerate its brand let me ask Andrew Lynn a question here because uh, pretty close to uh, 44 years you know so pretty close in terms of longevity to some of these uh, national brands but at a local level Andrew you you know, your organization has not only harnessed innovation, but harnessed a core voice to continue to make a difference in Jacksonville. Talk to us a little bit about, you know, how at that local level, you've been expanding the awareness of your brand, the ability of the brand to delight both sales talent as well as clients, and how you see that actually picking up in this uh, evolving marketplace. Yeah, no, thank you. And thank you for having me. I just want to add one thing that you didn't have on your intro. I'm a newly licensed Georgia broker with our new office up in Georgia. Definitely been in the market in the community a long time. And I think being local, as Jen mentioned, and having those roots and that foundation in that tree is very important. Being part of a global international company with ERA and having the local support, the local relationships and the roots that are in the ground in in our markets has helped us to solidify relationships, trust with partners, company partners. We have recently with our relocation company with Rilogy, which was formerly known as Cardis, we have leveraged not only the brand and the team of the brand on a national level, but we've leveraged that with our relationships with local companies and are doing business with them locally to expand not only our business, but also the company's business with those networks. So really getting entrenched with local companies who have you know, anywhere between 5,000 to 50,000 uh, employees and staff members to leveraging those relationships, not only on a local level, but utilizing the brand, as Jen mentioned, that's not only just local, but has a long history to serve the community locally and nationally. One of the things I will say that from a branding standpoint, just to go off of what Jen mentioned is we are a team. If we go on a conference, we are literally somebody shouts team, everybody shouts ERA, 
And that is to the core of who we are. And we look to ERA, we look to the leadership for that support and we get it. And it's very, it's a great relationship. And uh, we've leaned into that from a national level, but also locally with us. Speaking of that, one of the things that somebody told me a long time ago, if you want to go fast, go by yourself. If you want to go far, build a team. And that's one of the things that we are definitely proud of with the brand and the flag that we're under. You know, Andrew, I think that's a critical point, the need for that brand to really be carried by everybody in the organization as a team, to act, you know, interdependently, right, to create a cohesive voice and cohesive energy and enthusiasm uh, for that. And then uh, to tying it back into this concept, I, I like this concept you mentioned of taking that national trust and translating it locally, translating into relationships with local organizations, making sure the community gets the benefit, not just of national awareness, but the national capabilities and trust. Pretty smart there. So let me go to Mark here, because Mark, your firm has rapidly accelerated in growth at the same time. And of course, it's carried the brand with it, but it's also the brand has enabled it to create that kind of growth. Talk to us a little bit about what made that work, why the power of the brand for you now nationally and locally uh, was helpful to that expansion and where you might see it going next. Sure thing. And, And thanks again for having me. You know, for us, we've been in DFW for 37 years, right? So we've been around for a long time. So we've got our our independent brand. We've got our our national brand. We've got a lot that we have to manage and, and that we use to leverage our growth. We are so lucky. We've been independent for a while. We've also been with another franchise. And I can tell you that what we have learned over the years with BHGRE, we've been in the network now since 2010. And Never before have we had a brand that has allowed us to so seamlessly weave our way into the lives of our clients, the lives of our agents. It's really given us the ability to build new relationships, extend existing relationships. And for us, that is what has given us the power. Like Jen mentioned, being relevant to our clients every day of the year um, has now become kind of norm versus hard work that the agents and, and the, the company at the marketing level are trying to constantly put out there. We've really been able to focus our energy on deepening relationships rather than creating those new ones. But one of my favorite stories in terms of how this brand has really helped us get into the community and become more than just a real estate brokerage. You know, I have plenty of stories, but the one I always go back to is day one with this new brand. We had transitioned from another franchise that might have been an automaker brand before, for those of you that know what I'm talking about. And we had been used to, of course, normal real estate calls coming into the office, but we would also get calls about auto loans that were, that were you know, we repossessed their vehicle. We're like, no, there's a difference between, you know, the auto manufacturer, the, the, the auto loan company and the real estate side of everything. We had to have those conversations, deal with those conversations, and it, you know, those were it was just part of it. We didn't really know any better, to be honest. Day one after the conversion to Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate, we had done a great job of getting our website updated, Google Places updated, all that kind of stuff. And our front desk person, Susan, at the time, she uh, who was fielding all those auto loan cars uh, calls that she was getting, got her call, and it was this sweet, probably woman in her 80s that had called in because she looked up on Google to try to find better homes and gardens because she needed a substitute for a cream of tartar and a recipe that she was working on. And, you know, Susan, being the great front desk coordinator that she is, Googled, pulled it up. And I think if for those that are wondering, it's lemon juice and or white vinegar is a great substitute for cream of tartar. Uh, But we instantly knew that we had something here that could build a relationship that could develop deeper meaning and deeper connections with our clients and our agents. You know, I know we're going to get to recruiting in a little bit, but that same approach of connecting 365 days a year with the clients, it applies to, to agents as well. And it just, it, it all connects and all makes everything easier. What a terrific story. I, I really can see sort of how that spirit of the brand is really, it's activated by every member of your staff, right? All the way down to even your front desk coordinator. And then it has that that sort of delightful effect. And, and we really don't don't know what the next call is going to bring, but, you know, having the power of that brand to be able to then address it in the best possible way. That's a terrific story. Mark, let me stick with you because uh, speaking of a talent, you know, using the brand, not only to accelerate presence among the public, but amongst talent, we might as well uh, jump right into that topic. You know, when it comes to using brand power to differentiate, to set uh, out your unique value proposition, 
but at the same time, also to have a meaningful connection. And your story really made me think of that phrase. Like, you know, a brand has to mean something to a sales individual. Talk to us about some of the creative ways in which you are leveraging that brand power to attract talent and maybe even at the same time to continue to delight the talent that you have. Yep, absolutely. So the first thing that comes to my mind and the way that we have have leveraged uh, the brand for, for attracting talent is our offices have been redesigned, retransformed since joining the brand. And how did we do that? Well, we did it directly with the guidance of Max Wilker, uh, who is one of the lead designers at Better Homes and Gardens magazine. And so he has provided essentially office design specs, uh, standards that we can follow, that we can live by, uh, that allow us to put our, even just when an interview first walks into the building, they instantly feel different than the typical real estate brokerage. But they know they're coming to a Better Homes and Gardens office. And when they walk in and they can instantly see and feel the brand all around them from office decor to furniture that is Better Homes and Gardens branded to you know art that, that came straight from the magazine to fixtures and everything that can go around that, um, we really lean into that. Again, it's all about completing that, that 360 degree picture. The other thing that we're doing a lot of recently is we've put together essentially boxes. Actually, you can see one behind me if, if I scoot out of the way. Little tiny gift boxes, right? That, that we use that we fill with, again, with a magazine, with other branded pieces of, of marketing and value. What we believe is that when, whether we're giving gifts to clients or, or agents and, and helping them build their business, it's got to be more than just a branded something. It's got to be something that they would use. And Better Homes and Gardens makes that truly simple and truly easy. The last thing that I'll mention, it goes back to uh, what I mentioned earlier about being relevant 365 days. We have the ability, we have the power, and the brand has the backing to be able to remain relevant to agents out there in the industry. And so if you think about what agents are trying to do, agents are trying to remain relevant to their sphere, Right. And so they're constantly out there searching and seeking information, data that they can provide to their clients that's beyond interest rates and their latest listing. And when they go out there and search for um, a lot of those types of things, it's interior design, it's, you know, landscaping, it's recipes, it's the things that that apply to living and apply to the home uh, that they want to share with their clients. And what they find when they go out there is the resources that they are using to get that data to share with their clients happens to come from another real estate company uh, because we are Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate. Better Homes and Gardens provides that content. They're the expert in a lot of that content. And when we can push that out there, all of a sudden, even before we've engaged them in those conversations, they are connected to us and interested in in what else we might have to say. You know, Mark, those are great examples. And especially this uh, concept of being relevant all the time, right? Not just being relevant during that period in which people begin thinking about buying or selling homes, but really being part of their life. When you have a lifestyle brand, you want to pay attention to the life of the consumer and to be part of that that life journey. Let me take that same thought and jump over to Tamara for a second here, because in addition to being you know well-known and being part of the life of the consumer, Cobalt Banker is also a brand that is part of the day-to-day lives of thousands, tens of thousands of uh, real estate professionals worldwide. Talk to me a little bit about how that brand is addressing both the aspirations of salespeople as well as the challenges that they face. Well, you know, that's a a really great point that you make there before I answer the question. And that is that we are relevant in our world of real estate. We've been around a very long time and there is increasing competition in the marketplace. We've been leaders in really helping to grow, lead and develop the industry at all fronts, whether it be marketing, listing growth, innovation in global marketing. And we do some things that no one else really does. And one of the things I would just say before I dive into the details of what attracts people to us in the our global presence in the marketplace is that, you know, we have a couple of, I call it our secret weapons here that make a difference for our agents internally and externally that I want to focus on. We have a unique and exclusive marketing program that really allows an agent to have leverage and integrated solution to build not only their brand, but to market the listings of their clients in a level and in a way that they perhaps could never do independently or on their own. 
you know, our scale and scope allows us to subsidize things that you know, give agents television presence, digital presence on the marketplace, print publications, you know, really world-class photography to represent themselves in a way that I think really speaks to our history, our tradition, our heritage, but also where we're at now and where we're going in the future. One of the other things that when we talk about that global presence and really having a big impact in the luxury marketplace is our global luxury division and certification program. I don't think any other company in the industry actually focuses in that area in the way that we do, certifying their professionals, offering really unique marketing opportunities, educational opportunities, resources, and tools so that they can really differentiate themselves and offer an exceptional bespoke level of support and service for their clients. So all of these things are just really examples of how Coldwell Banker has innovated and, and differentiated ourselves. But when you get down to the practicalities of it, you know, during this unique year that we all experienced, you know, we were open and supporting our agents in growth and development, many of whom had their best years in the business. Um, a lot of that is really related to our world-class legal team that supports our agents at every level, you know, with a full indemnity plan that they can really rely on to advise, guide, and help them in the transaction, as well as at these critical times in our industry. So, you know, one of the things about the brand itself is really just instilling confidence, security, safety, and, you know, a history of not going anywhere, but being right where we need to be when we need to be there in our industry and for our agents. I love that. And, and in addition, obviously, to the many different ways in which you are present in the lives of the agent and facilitating their ability to, to be top performers, I think it's also just critical, as you said, to create confidence, right? Use the brand as a tool to create confidence and surety uh, for the individuals who, who affiliate with it. And by the way, before we go any further, I hope our audience is noticing the passion among this group for their brands, right? How excited they are to talk about how those brands create and make a difference, not only for the public, for the consumers, but for the salespeople, for their staff, and, you know, pick at, piggyback on Mark's story for even the wrong caller, even someone who calls and got the wrong number, but our brands can still make a difference in that person's day. Jennifer, I want to go to you for a second. How is social media and the power of the brand being effective in attracting talent? Have you found that it's really connecting, really creating an authentic uh, message that is causing uh, you know, salespeople to say, I want to learn more. And, and more importantly, I want to be part of this thing that, that's happening there. Absolutely. It's a great question. And I think, you know, from where I sit and where my team sits, you know, we go to work every single day realizing that many of us, including myself, have never had the guts <laughs> to be a broker or an agent. It's a very important entrepreneurial role. I have been in corporate America my whole career, but I've always served entrepreneurs in my career. And so the first thing that we do for both of our brands is figure out, okay, talent is really important because you could take two tracks with talent, right? You could say, oh, you have a pulse, come on in and just fill the bucket, fill the numbers. Or you can endeavor to do something a lot more far reaching. As Andrew said earlier, I think a lot more impactful, which is finding great professionals, giving them opportunity to grow, who are culturally aligned with your company, with your brand, with what you stand for. So for both of our brands, we take the second route. It's a tougher route. But thankfully, we have systems in place that we deliver not only nationally, so on behalf of brokers to find talent, but also that we hand over and package to our affiliated brokers to help them complement and supplement what we're doing on the local level. So how we do that is we partner very closely with our learning organizations, with our operations teams. We use a lot of data and we figure out, okay, what's the system that is going to make talent attraction not only successful, but long-term, you know, more profitable, uh, have a higher return, have higher loyalty in who we're bringing in. And so what we do is marketing doesn't just create marketing to, to service flypaper, right? To get people stuck to the brand, we plug into a system. So we use information, we use social media. Social media to us, while it's a critical strategy, it's part of a larger strategy. Take Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate. We actually launched the brand on social media, Sherry Christed, when she launched the brand in 2008. 
really Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate is still the only brand in the industry because of our unique lifestyle positioning, our unique connection to consumers that actually runs two different sets of channels. We run a full suite of channels and set of channels on social for consumer B2C messaging and marketing and a full separate set for B2B. It is part of our Be Better industry campaign because that campaign is about our promise as a brand to agents, to brokers, that you can be better with us than you are without us. Being part of Realogy is a critical component of that because Realogy gives us this amazing infrastructure, technology, listing distribution, legal, finance, all of this great strategic insight that gives us air cover and ground support to help us do the things that are wildly unique, for example, to Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate. So not only do we have a great talent attraction marketing campaign that spans social, digital, we have um, streaming TV commercials, we have radio spots, we have all of those things, but we are going forward with the wind at our back because that ultimate 365 degree relevance, we know, we know this from speaking to new agents and experienced agents, that it softens the shoulders of the seller and the buyer. It helps you connect in a way, whether you were the number one in your market or if it was your first day on the job, it gives you that emotional connection. Because at the end of the day, what's really hard is we're all in real estate. It's our, it's our passion. But consumers or agents who may not be sure that it's going to be their future career, they need to grow their passion. They need to understand and feel more connected and that's what Better Homes and Gardens does. We use the science, we use multi-channel approach to marketing, and we use the emotional connection. On the ERA side, what I always marvel about this amazing team ERA network that Andrew talked about earlier is, you know, what I say to prospective brokers is, if we gave you nothing, nothing but access to these incredible brokers and agents, your investment in this brand would pay dividends forever. But as it stands, not only do you get access to this amazing group of brokers and agents who actually go out of their way to help one another solve problems, shave months of effort, shave thousands of dollars of expense off of everyday problem solving. But again, we as the global brand give a complete infrastructure for things like talent attraction, listing marketing, luxury, all the things that any great real estate brand should give you. And so when I look at the idea of growth through talent, it is making sure that we give you not only the right fuel to do that, but all of the systems, all of the why, all of the rationale to help you attract talent that makes sense for where your organization is going. And we have countless stories. And what I'm so proud of is that each of the brands I support goes to market in such an authentic and purposeful way using the power of Realogy, the power of the brand and, and the strength of their local companies. Because no matter how great your brand is, that your franchise is, it will help you in a very real way. It will help you get from good to great. It will help you get from startup to industry, you know, local market anchor company. But if you don't live that locally in your brokerage operations, no brand can do all of the work. And I am very privileged to work with brokers who understand that and who knock that idea out of the park every day. It's a big source of pride for me. Let's take that, all those sort of strategies and systems that you're mentioning, and let's take it to the local level. Andrew, I want to come to you with this because I think your firm is doing an amazing job at taking the strategies developed by ERA, taking the content developed by ERA, and then creatively deploying that locally to reach out to talent, to reach out to new salespeople and experienced salespeople and offer them another way to grow and to you know take their career to a different level. Talk to us about how you are creatively using those resources and ways in which you're reaching out to talent in the marketplace. I'm going to start with, like I said, we've been in business in this local market for a long time. One of the things that we've done, everybody's like, oh, y'all got a great reputation. You've got a great name. You've got a great brand. You've been in the market. We retooled our mission and vision statement 
about a year and a half ago. And that's really helped us to be laser focused in our community with our messaging, but also letting our agents know what we really are all about, what our goals are, what are our five pillars of success and what we want for the agents to do. And that has really transformed not only for us, because we are very involved in the community. Chamber of Commerce is is an example. We've been doing that for 25 plus years, being very local, very hyper-local in the community. And that has really allowed our agents to have a spotlight and a stage to, and confidence, taking our community involvement, our local knowledge and expertise and trust to their customer base. That has transformed into us having a clear understanding what our mission and vision is as a partner with our agents. But one of the things that I will say that has been very transparent when we rolled this new mission and vision out is it has allowed us, our leadership team, our brokers, our managers, our operations managers, directors, to really make deposits. And when I say make deposits, we make deposits into our team every day of what we're doing, how we're doing it to make their life better, make them more money, more successful with whatever their dreams are. And so one of the things that I would encourage everybody is to continue to make deposits in your team and let them know what you're doing and continue to point that out because I think that's something that is overmissed and overlooked sometimes. And going back to Jen's point, that has allowed us as a team that our agents are pointing out our differences, pointing out what our strengths are, not only to their customers and clients, but also to other agents. One of the uh, pillars of success and support for our agents is support in training. One of the things I'll tell a story, I had an agent that came in the other day and said, you're not going to believe this. This, we, one of our agents had a, had a cross sale, sale was going sideways. We helped her along, along the way. And she's like, oh my gosh, your broker told you that? Your broker listened to you? Your broker answered the phone? And going back to that, just having that aha moment with her, it feels good. It really means a lot to us that our agents know that we are there to support them. And we reinforce that every day. It's obvious to them. But more importantly, that is relayed to their customer that they have that support and they can always get in touch with us and we're there for them. You know, it's a great story because I think it reminds all of us that in addition to all of the technology, in addition to e-marketing, social marketing, TV, web presence, et cetera, word of mouth, right? Getting our people so excited about not only the experience they have with us locally and nationally to get more customers and clients, but to talk to other real estate agents as well, right? I think that's almost a, a technology that sometimes gets overlooked. So it's a good reminder. I would like to connect some dots here because I think there's been some really cool insights that all of you have shared with us in terms of how we have to have a voice, in terms of how that voice has to be relevant on a day-to-day basis to the individual consumers, to the individual agents at our organization, and then that it actually activates their productivity, it activates their word of mouth, it activates their passion uh, for the brand. So having said all of that, let me throw out this word that we always talk about in business and in real estate in specific, um, and talk about how the brand has been powerful for you in that area, and that word is culture. So I wanna go to Mark for a moment, right? Because not only have you grown your firm in terms terms of the number of salespeople, its market presence, its production. But of course, you've, alongside of it, had to grow the culture. Talk to us a little bit about how the brand has played a helpful role in that evolution of your culture, whether it's not only to maintain core principles that remain solid, but to perhaps expand the vision of the culture and what it means to be able to now apply to 200 plus people as compared to where you started some years ago. Absolutely. And, and you're spot on in the way of 40 agents versus 200 agents. And I'm sure we have brokers on this call from all different sizes of companies. But, you know, you have a culture at, at a low number of agents. Maintaining that culture through growth is challenging it's, and it's difficult. But it all starts with your value proposition. As we joined the Better Homes and Gardens brand, we adopted the core values that they built and created. And those core values have truly been an instrumental part of our growth it's a filter for us as we put that through. And the, the core values that we that we follow and use um, and rely on our page, passion, authenticity, inclusion, growth, and excellence. And when it comes to 
creating a, a well-articulated value proposition uh, that you're going to share to prospective recruits and your existing agents. That first letter in our value proposition, uh, for me, uh, makes all the difference when it comes to communicating the, the value of this brand, the value of our company to potential agents, and that's passion. If you're not passionate about what you are waking up every single morning and doing, it's going to come through to the rest of your staff. It's going to come through to the agents that you have currently with the company, and it's going to come through to anybody you try to bring into the fold. You know, Jen mentioned it earlier. She said, you can be a company that's looking to just attract anybody and everybody, or you can be a company that's looking to attract a subset of the agent population. Neither way is right or wrong. We have chosen to, to really focus our business model on not the masses, but the right people. And so for us, when we when you go in to create the, the value proposition of your brokerage, you have to know your audience. You have to know who the agents are that you are looking to attract so that you can make sure that you're making the right business decisions and implementing the correct technology, making sure that you have the culture that attracts those agents. Because if you don't know your audience, you, you're going to end up wasting a lot of money, a lot of dollars uh, communicating your message out and your brand out to, to the wrong people. And the last piece of that value proposition is just that it needs to be short, simple, um, impactful. And you need to be able to communicate it, as you guys all know, in a very concise way that really helps the agent see what it's like to be there. Because you can talk to agents, tell your story all day long, but everybody else can tell the same or similar story. So if you don't make them feel your story, it's going to fall on deaf ears. It's great points, Mark. And I think that's one of the greatest challenges in many uh, companies is sort of manifesting, articulating, making it real, making it something that people can integrate into their day to day and really live that culture. That's really where the brand and the culture and then the systems and tools come together, create those magical moments of growth uh, for the individuals and, and for the organizations. Tamara, I know that uh, Coal Banker has, you know, a long-standing set of cultural uh, proposition. Part of Coldwell Banker's founding was literally to do things a little differently than they had been done at the time, and you continue to bring that through innovation and now this concept of the core four. Talk to us a little bit about how all that comes together, how the brand really is only the founding block, if you will, of developing a great culture. Absolutely. I mean, thank you so much for sharing those great points. You know, Cobalt Banker Realty has been really around for a long time. And our culture, you know, honesty, ingenuity, integrity, excellence, those things are really important. And our core four is really connected to our unique value proposition. You know, when we take that step back and we think about what is it that agents connect with? What do we make them feel and think about and see when they experience Coldwell Banker Realty? And for really us, it's about simplifying their success and giving them the power to really make the kind of income and wealth and leave the kind of mark they'd like to leave on the world. And that with our one core line where we say helping agents live an exceptional life. We don't define that for the agents. We just provide the support of the framework, the resources and the tools, and obviously the long storied history of success in creating that so that they can create that life that they want for themselves. When we talk about the cultural element, though, that's from top to bottom within an organization. It's that unique way that we all communicate and express ourselves to our customers, our agent customers, as well as their clients. And one of the things I always like to think about when we're talking about value proposition is, you know, that congruence. Is it clear? Do we have authenticity, right? Um, are we consistent at delivering that same message to everyone so that the messaging in the media, no matter what they are, it's resonating in a way that people feel a certain way when they think about us. And what Cobalt Banker Realty wants people to remember is that honesty, integrity, a fun and fresh way for our agents to really celebrate their success resonates with us and has been with us for a long time. The one thing I do want to add before I turn it back over to Matthew is that our clients and our agents, our employees are very, very committed to the success of our shareholders. They're committed to the success of our other partners. And it really is about purpose, passion, partners, and profits, right? Like that's what it leads to. Purpose, passion leads to having great partners and creating the profits that our agents need, that our offices need, that our company needs, and that obviously our shareholders expect from us. And so we're always so very excited to be able to celebrate our culture every day. That's fantastic. And I love those sort of principles of purpose and passion, you know, partnership. And of course, profits are the end result, right, of doing all of that together and doing it well consistently. So 
it's funny, uh, Tamara, as you were speaking, there was a question from uh, a member of the audience who basically said, you know, what if I'm just getting started, right? What would be a recommended first step? And I, I think you've almost outlined that in a lot of ways, right? Have that clear passionate. And then I do want to uh, mention something else you said, which was so key, at least for me, was uh, being authentic to it, right? Having the integrity to stick to your brand, to live your brand. It's your brand, not worrying about other people's brands, not worrying about what other people are saying or doing, but making it really yours entirely and and staying focused on that. Would, would you add anything to uh, to advice to our viewer? Well, first of all, it's it's about the why, the what, and the how, okay? The why behind the what is most important, you know, and having your own personal feeling of who you are and why you exist. I mean, my own personal brand is to simplify success and wealth building for our agent realtor partners one conversation at a time. And we're having one conversation right now. So, you know, like I'm living my mission every single day. Are you that clear on the why behind your what? And then the what is really how you're going to be delivering it. You know, here at Cobalt Banker, we have our core four that you mentioned. We do it very simply by production power, right? Creating a culture of awesomeness, wealth building, and, you know, ultimately coaching to confidence. You know, those are four things that we do. And that's really being very simple and clear on what you're doing. And then the how is really your unique value proposition. So if you just outline it very simply that way, you can't go wrong. It's great advice. Definitely good advice. Actually, I want to take that same question to Jen for a second here. Maybe we can combine a couple of these. You know, you talked actually at the beginning of our program about having a unique voice. That's clearly a a metaphor for unique value proposition. And you're the steward of two unique value propositions at a very big level. It's one thing in a way to take a value proposition that has some history, has some longevity, and be able to not only protect it, but grow it. Any advice for our viewers in terms of how they take that value proposition and then nurture it to the next level? Absolutely. And I think it's a great question. And I think it's super important to realize that no matter what stage in your company life cycle you're in, this idea of introspection, this idea of assessment, it never stops. So that's the good and bad news. (laughs) But I think what I would just a roadmap I would give to someone who's really trying to maybe be more purposeful or thoughtful or deliberate about their value proposition and their culture because they're inextricably intertwined, right? You can't have one without the other. I think that what you have to do is ask a lot of questions to the people, to the stakeholders, to the partners who you care about, who you serve. So that means sitting down with your leadership team, talking to your managers, asking your agents, talking to your partners, having tough conversations with them, with your clients, even spending some time with competitors who you have a friendly, healthy, competitive relationship with and understanding what's around you. Because at the end of the day, as, as Tamara said, and this is what I've believed and practiced for 22 years as a marketer in many different industries, you cannot fake a value proposition. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care how much you want it to be true. It will never work. If the best case scenario of that is that you will be exhausted every day trying to make it true. The worst case scenario is you won't have something that holds any water in your market, within the four walls of your building. It it won't work. And and someone brought up the social media question earlier, and I want to just get back to that for a moment. Social media has taken down, right? It's that fifth wall, right? There is nothing you can hide. Social media is an amazing tool, but it is a true unfiltered reflection of who your company is, your agents, their feeds, everything. So back to this roadmap, ask a lot of questions, figure out what you're great at, figure out what you need to get better at. Look at your competition because In real estate, with very few exceptions, it's impossible to be 100% unique in everything that you say, right? Realogy has amazing brands. We all have an impressive collection of infrastructure tools, processes. They're all great. But there is that 10 to 20% of what makes your organization completely different. One fast way to get past Basecamp join a brand because the brand is going to shoulder a lot of that burden. As Mark said, as Andrew said, give you a blueprint. 
But what you have to decide is what's the one thing that you will say, live, breathe, and do every moment of the day that's only yours. And to get that, it's not just you as the broker, it's your management team, your agents, your what do your clients see when they look at you? And that's why the 360 degree assessment using data, using discussion, that matters. Once you get that, then you in incorporate everyone into that messaging. You have a messaging triangle, a song sheet, whatever you wanna call it, and reinforce it every sales meeting, every tweet, every post, some portion of it. Every conversation builds or destroys a value prop or a culture. And so again, it has to be real or in best case scenario, if it's not, it's exhausting. Worst case scenario, it'll blow up. Again, I'm just uh, hoping that our viewers have been taking lots of notes, uh, great insights uh, there, Jen, including that phrase. I think this one is worth writing down, my friends. You can't fake your value proposition, right? I think that is definitely a takeaway that's critical to the growth here. We've only got two minutes left, but I do want to give everybody like 20 seconds maybe to give a little thought, quick thought on, you know, what brand has meant to your growth or how you would recommend the audience leverage that power of branding to take the next step. So going really quickly here now, just with our time reminded, Jen, I'll ask you to kick us off with sort of like one last tip on how to use brand to grow. A brand is a promise. Also in the case of real estate, a brand can give you a family and an infrastructure and a growth path that you've never had before. Awesome. Andrew Lynn. We all have teams. We all have CRMs. We all have different products, but you have to use them. So a brand is only as good as well as much as you get engaged. And I cannot thank enough of the team of ERA, Realogy, the team the, of the support that I've gotten from everybody has been great. So definitely getting dialed in and, and always looking for a way to say yes. Great point. Mark McDonough. I would just advise you to lean into the brand. You chose that brand or you built that brand for a reason, right? And you've, you've selected your value proposition. You're working towards something. It means something to you. Make sure the community around you, the agents around you know how much it means. Lean into it and use it and, and the rest will come. Awesome. And Tamara Robinson, wrap us up with your thoughts on leveraging brand. Well, uh, we're all a brand within a brand. We're a brand within Realogy. Our agents are in a brand within our own brand partnerships. Leverage the brand that we have available. Adopt our programs and products because it will elevate you and your success and simplify your success for you. And the last thing that I would say is perspective. How do you make people feel and is it congruent with what they say and do when they think about you? Fantastic advice. Thank you all so much for your insights, your stories, and also your passion, because I think our viewers are definitely saw how excited you all are about your roles, you know, as stewards, but also as, as part of the expansion of, of all of your brands. And that wraps up this episode of Explore Expert Conversations. I hope our panel brought you some insights and understanding into elevating your brand in an evolving marketplace. As always, if you enjoyed what you've heard, please be sure to tell others and subscribe, rate the show, and leave us a review. I'm Matthew Ferrara, and this has been Explore Expert Conversations from Anywhere Real Estate. We'll see you next time.